All right, welcome back to the Two Top Podcast. We are here on an early morning to record a lovely episode with me, your host, Thomas Lance. And, and me, your co-host, Matt Briggs. And we are here to tell you about the world. But before we do, we want to tell you about our sponsor this week, All Flower, the lovely flower insurance for your yards. You know, sometimes when April comes around, you get that late night frost and hey, all your petunias are dead. You don't want your petunias to be dead. No, no, no. So with All Flower, they come in in the middle of the night after a frost and replant everything and hey, beautiful lawn. 100% reproduction of your landscape, guaranteed. We'll tell you a little bit about them at the end of our show. But for now, Matt, we're going to dive into some topics. So, that little piece of paper that makes the world go round. The dollar bill. Ah, the dollar bill. Classic. This little piece of paper has so much value in our lives. And how is it created? I mean, a, a piece of paper can be, one piece of paper can wor- be worth a dollar, another piece of paper worth a hundred dollars. But, well, first off, a bill is not paper at all. It's a mix of, it's called a rag paper. It's a mix of 75% cotton and 25% linen, which makes the bills last longer than a sheet of paper. And it cannot get, and since it's so, like, organic in a sense, it, well, can last. Like, you ever wash your uh, Oh, yeah, the dollars go through the wash all the time. My pockets, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like, it has to be a very... In order to be a currency, it has to last a while. So now you said it's called a rag. Does it, Instead of rags to riches, are we going rags to rags? We're going rags to rags. Wow. So the thing is, though, it's very hard to get this this paper, obviously, because, well, it's only used for one thing, printing money. And we'll go into counterfeiting later, but governments don't like it when you counterfeit their money, apparently. <laughs> That's for sure. So they also use a varying type of ink. There's green ink on the front, black ink on the back. There's even metallic ink. And the metallic ink is uh, it's magnetic. Like the CIA can actually tell how much money you have in your wallet based on the magnetic pull it gives. And since each amount of bill has a different amount of uh, metal. Very, very minuscule though, right? Very minuscule, but, but like can with read high it. power stuff, yeah. Wow. And um, there's also color-changing ink. Like if you look at the $20 bill and you shift it, you'll notice the numbers in the corners switch from a green to an orange. Now, there's so much science that goes into these bills because it's not just running through a printer. These bills go through a step-by-step process of printing one side and then letting it dry for 72 hours and pressing it in and engraving stuff into the texture of the bill. The bills aren't a flat surface. There's ridges and things are pressed up and the ink itself has a texture. It's no it's no inkjet at your mom's house. <laughs> you could try. I don't think you'd get away with it. <laughs> no, wow. you couldn't. And there's so many things that go into a bill and there's some secret things on the bill, too, that you might not have known. Meaning symbols or, or features that make it um, anti-counterfeit? Both. So we'll talk with the little secrecies. On the $1 bill, there's a tons of 13s. There's 13 steps up the pyramid. There's 13 arrowheads and berries that the eagle's holding. There's 13 stars above the head. And this is all to correlate with the 13 states. Or the Illuminati. Depends on how you want to look at it. Ah, unlucky 13, maybe? I don't know. Who knows? 
Another terrible fact that I learned is 94% of dollar bills have bacteria on them. Well, absolutely. Yeah, they're probably filthy. Because, listen to this, the flu can be passed around because, okay, well, since dollar bills, I mean, I don't clean my money. I don't rub them through the soap when I get them. It's like, oh, this one's a little dirty. Going to clean her up. Got to go shine my money up. But the flu can live on a dollar bill for 10 days. Opposed to just in the air, which will only last like three or four. So the flu's hiding on your bills. Now, another detail of the bill that I want to go into is on the $1 bill, it's very large. But on all the other bills, it's kind of small and off into the corner. It's a letter that will tell you what mint it came from. So if you have an A on your bill, it's Boston, a B, New York, C, Philadelphia, D, Cleveland, E, Richmond, F, Atlanta, G, Georgia, H, St. Louis, I, am Minneapolis, J, Kansas City, uh, and L, San Francisco. And there's also a little black number as well that will tell you where it's, uh, what plate number it's from. Like I have a $5 bill right here, Matt. Lovely five. Where was it made, Thomas? Tell us. This $5 bill was made in D, which is Cleveland. Where's D? (laughs) Cleveland. So that's a Cleveland $5 bill. Yes. Wow. That's a special $5 bill. I want a bill from every mint. I think that'd be cool. It's it's the new quarter collecting. Yeah, because we're all out of quarters to collect. Well, at least new ones, if you have the 50 states already. By the way, collecting 50 states is like a good chunk of money that you're putting in a book. Yeah. It's a couple dollars. 50 times 25. I have I have a, a one of the panels that you punch the quarters into. I have one I had one from it's when I was full. younger. Yeah, same. So I'm working on it. Now there's also hidden securities. Now I can show you a bill, but I don't have a UV light with me. But if you hold uh bills under a UV light, there's actually woven fibers into it that will glow a specific color. I think on the five dollar bill it's blue, on the ten it's orange, and on the twenty it's green. And it's pretty dramatic. Like, it's not hard to see. It's very, when you put it under light, you'll see a very straight line. So that means when they're actually manufacturing the the fabric to make the rag paper, that means the fabric's dyed, right? Yeah, it's very, very complex. So if you look, you'll see, I'm handing Matt the bill now. If you look in the light, you you see on the, like, the right side, there's a strip of, like, text that kind of goes down. Yeah, USA 5. Like, yeah, it's vertical. Yep. That is the security strip, and that glows in UV light. I wish I had a UV light to check it out, but I'll take your word for it. And also, on these bills, there's tons and tons of tiny text that no normal printer could handle. Like, on there's bills on the 20 that it will say, like, this is a $20 bill of the United States at a super, super small scale. Like, Text inside text. That's how small we're talking. Wow. So only special, special printers, very expensive, can do that. Yes. So, of course, when there's money made out of paper, people want to counterfeit it, right? You know, I've seen counterfeit dollar dollar bills before, $20 bills. I'd, I've seen uh, like bills that are declared fake on purpose, like props. But when it comes to um, like... When it comes to printing money illegally, like 
North Korea is actually the largest, most convincing company uh, country that gives out dollar bills. Uh, American currency. Yeah, and they're so yeah. good and so realistic that they call them super bills. Now, counterfeiting is obviously hard to do because you can't just, if you want to do it, first you need to get the paper, which is very difficult to do. And the other thing you need to do is you need to scan the bills. You need a high-quality scan in order to print a very nice quality. But the thing is, you can't scan a dollar bill. If we had a scanner here, I could show you. But if you put a bill on a scanner, Photoshop will actually open up and say, you cannot scan this American currency. So it recognizes it. It does. Oh, we should try that. I really want to try that. So whoever is making these super bills, these counterfeit bills, is really putting a lot of time and effort into this. But, you know, when it comes to counterfeiting, it's you're, who are you trying to fool is the question. You might be trying to fool a cashier at 7-Eleven who doesn't look at the money. They'll just take it, you know? Yeah. So that that's another aspect to it. But still, you can tell what's a dollar. You can feel it. It's It's special. You know, well, you know who's trying to fake it. Uh, foreign countries counterfeit each other's bills as a tactic of warfare to stabilize economies. Destabilize or stabilize? Destabilize. Ah. So North Korea, as an example, and then Syria as well. They um they make bills to give to their opponents to destabilize the opponent's uh, economy so they could get an upper hand. So that's pretty pretty wild. But yeah. The, those little bills, there's a lot more to them than just paper worth money. Now, we'll go into coins on a later date, but that's what I have for your lovely billage. Paper current currency. I'm holding a twenty my twenty dollar bill here. It's got some it's got some things that if you look closely, you'll notice some more shiny. There's like glitter, glittery text on it. Yeah, I bring out a five dollar bill. Matt one ups me with a twenty. That's all I have. <laughs> have to break it for the train later yeah currency there's a there's a lot that goes into it yeah and i have seen counterfeit currency um i had a buddy i used to work with who was, who was really good at spotting it you know and and it, because it circulates it's not like a person's fault it's like in our currency so they might just happen to have it you know the bill some of the bills that i've felt i felt maybe like three and i can't confirm that they were counterfeit but they did they did feel thinner the um, marker, when you do it, does the, what does it do? The iodine marker. Yeah, the yeah. iodine marker. It shows up different. And then the actual bill looks like, they, they normally look like they're older bills, like an older circulation of bills. So made. you'd be like, ah, uh, it must be something old. It must be something old. It's like a tactic they'll probably do to make you feel like, oh, you have you just haven't seen that version of the bill before. So maybe you can get away with it. But it's interesting. Who knows? Probably, maybe, I don't know what the percentage is, but probably a majority of our viewers, if they've touched a lot of money, have held counterfeit currency, don't you think? Well, as I worked at a grocery store a while ago, when I, um, there's been times that I'll see a bill and I'll be like, this can't, this looks fake, but I don't know what to do. So it's just gotta take it. You just gotta take it. And that's like what I said, like the cashier at 7-Eleven is going to take your money just quickly. It's, it's a quick transaction. It's convenience, but who knows? It's, it might be fake money. Who knows? Well, Matt, what do you have for me this week? Thomas, do you like rainbows? I love rainbows. Do you like rainbows in outer space? Uh, 
explain. <laughs> Do you think there can be rainbows in outer space? Better question. You know, there can be Tesla cars in outer space at this point, so anything's a surprise Any, to me. Anything can be bought. Okay, the world is your oyster. So this this topic was recommended by a buddy, uh, a viewer of our podcast, Jewel. Thank you, Jewel. He's in one of my classes. Big shout out to you. Always looking for topics for me. So I looked into this. So first, um, what is a rainbow? A rainbow is an arch of colors formed in the sky in certain circumstances caused by the refraction and dispersion of the sun's light by rain or other water droplets in the atmosphere. Keyword, atmosphere. Right. So space, there is no atmosphere. There is no atmosphere in space. Sometimes there are around planets, though. That's correct. Sometimes there are on meteorites floating through the atmosphere, such as in the forms of ice because it's so cold. There could... That, uh, if that if, audio picked that up, that was mic, that was Matt's loudest my, stomach growl. My I'd stomach ever heard. just roared at the top of its... <laughs> It doesn't have lungs. I don't know. Anyway, so rainbows. Can we have them in space? So yesterday I came across a forum exactly asking this question. A guy, his son asked, could there be rainbows in space? And his son was saying he learned about rainbows in school. And he realized that that there couldn't be rainbows based on the properties he learned in class because there weren't, there was no water in space, so therefore there couldn't be any rainbows for the light to refract off of and disperse but then the guy was asking well you know there are different circumstances in space where there could be rainbows so first we have to define where is space considered is it away from any planet not including atmospheres of planets because obviously we have tons of rainbows on earth could we have them on other other atmospheres of other planets that are earth-like i'm sure i've never seen them but i'm sure there are yeah, true. Uh, where's the double rainbow on the surface of Mars? Exactly. There, there could be if there's water. Now Mars is Mars has ice water, yes. as we all know. Um, so a lot of the guys on the forum were responding. This is this is the fi- the physics forum or something online. So there's a ton of people that are like, no, the crystalline structure would not reflect reflect light in any systematic way as water droplets in the air do so. That wouldn't work in space because there's no air for the water to be liquid form. Ice hexagonal crystals do form various holes in the atmosphere, like the 22-degree rings. So this person says, yes. We also have increasing evidence of other planets with liquid water. Any mass in space with atmospheric humidity can potentially have a rainbow, like I said, other Earth-like planets. So it's possible for other planets to have them. But how about in the cold depths of space? Can we have rainbows? So... To answer that question, we need to look at what circumstances need to be present for a rainbow to form. So a rainbow is a meteorological phenomenon that is caused by, one, reflection. So reflection is the throwing back of a body of or a surface of light, heat, or sound without absorbing it. Reflection. Right. Obviously, you reflect off a mirror. Light comes right back at you. Next principle, refraction. The factor phenomenon of light, radio waves, etc. being deflected in passing obliquely through the interference between one medium and another and another, or through a medium of varying density. So that's when we have air to liquid. That's That's the medium change, the density change immediately. So the light is passing from the air into water. So that is our refraction. Then next we have dispersion, which is the action or process of distributing things or people over a wide area. Obviously, the light is dispersed outside of this prism with the color spectrum showing the the rainbow that we all know and love. 
Nothing like the Pink Floyd cover, right? Exactly. That's exactly what happens. That's that's your three processes, you know? Your reflection, your, your reflection, refraction, and dispersion. So a light in water droplets resulting in a spectrum of light, like I said, the rainbow appearing in the sky. So it takes the form of a multicolored circular arc. Rainbows caused by sunlight always appear in the section of sky directly opposite the sun. They can't be anywhere else. It has to be directly opposite from the sun. Oh, because the rays are pass- passing that direction, and you can view it from that direction. That means, like, whenever a rainbow comes, they'll always be in, like, the relative same spot. You can't see a rainbow with the sun above it. That's impossible. Right. Huh. It's, it's only the other way. Good to know. So do we have each of these aspects in space? So starting with reflection, is it throwing back light? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It is. We have light coming from the sun, and we can see, obviously, reflected light off of planets, stars, everything. Refraction. Do we have passage from one medium to the other? Is there ice in space that can absorb light? Is there? Are there stars that can reflect light back at us or absorb some of the light and not deflect light like a perfect mirror as bright as it was shot out? Yeah. Theoretically, yes. Dispersion. Is the light being sent all the way back for us to receive? Yes, it is. So, my final answer, this is based off my research. Yes, we can have rainbows in space. And I actually found a picture of a rainbow in space. But it's not the rainbow that we all know and love with the arc. So, as I said earlier, the definition of a rainbow, it's normally caused in an, in an arc. But that's not always the case. It's just a dispersion of the, the color spectrum in any format. So a rainbow could be like a blob. You ever seen like a little section of a rainbow? Yeah, like if you're spraying a car. Exactly. You get the, ref- the refraction of light through the water droplets. That's, that's still a rainbow. So if you qualify that as a rainbow, you're going to see them in space. And here, I'm going to show you a picture here. Guess, guess where that is? Oh, that's Saturn. That's Saturn on the rings. So do you know what the rings are, are made of? Uh, like asteroids and ice and little little du- dust and and asteroids and and yeah of course ice of water so, so that is directly small particles of ice in saturn rings produce a rainbow effect when viewed at from an angle that is directly opposite the sun look at that so, so that's that's a rainbow in space rainbows in space are a lot more plausible than one would think i mean in reality you just need those three steps and then you can get a rainbow Absolutely. Yeah, that's the three principles you need to have. So even though there isn't the atmosphere that we all know, there can still be a rainbow. Look at that science. We should definitely put the uh, picture of the rainbow. Yes, on, I'll tweet Saturn's it out. Rings. Yeah. People, people will be like, no. No. It's Photoshop because it's a very blurry image. It is, but you can see it's just that little, the little speck of rainbow is going on. And that's pretty cool. Now, everybody has a different opinion about this on the, on the forums, so if you're looking for uh, some, some insight, go ahead and check out the forums because everyone's saying different things. All the, uh, all the astronomers, amateur astronomers out there, they all have their own opinion. Understandable. I mean, who does I, I have a picture here, and I believe yeah. it. Yeah, that's good enough for me. You sold me on it. Well, so I think that is it for this week's episode of Two Top. That'll wrap it up. We got rainbows. We got dollar bills. You know what else we have? Uh, all flower is what we have. Our all lovely flower. sponsor this week, who brings lovely service for a lovely upfront cost. You know, sometimes the weather beats you down and your flowers get the worst of it. 
But those tulips, those roses, those carnations, they're coming back. Even the small, even your more deciduous plants, like your, you know more deciduous plants than I do. All of your plants. All flower covers every plant that you have. Tree Guaranteed. falls down in the middle of the night, new tree the next morning. It's a wild service. Um, you can use the, they gave us the code two top during checkout to get a free quote. Yes. A free quote to uh, cover all your flowers. And, and it's not just flowers. It's all, it's all plants. Like you said, trees also. So there you go. Big thank you to All Flower for uh, sponsoring this week's episode. And we'll yeah. see you guys next time. We'll see you next time. Thanks. This was Two Top, an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Berg and produced by Thomas Lance. Two Top is currently a non-funded project recorded weekly. For general inquiries or feedback, contact us at twotoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks and join us next week for another Two Topics.